2: I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the godfather. Now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family.
0: VDW Group. No purchase necessary. Avoid where prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
3: Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes... Only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time.
1: Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money & Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better... I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
0: The world is full of magic and wonder. Follow the money. That's what I always say. You always follow yeah, the money. Yeah, yeah. This is Follow the Money
4: with Mitch Moss and Polly Howard on V Yes! Here we go. Follow the money, Paulie, Matt Humans, Mitch Moss out back tomorrow. V the Esports Betting Network will talk NFL draft. We got Mike North today. Great start to the NBA playoffs. Give me seven games of that. Boston and Brooklyn will uh, go over the card tonight. We'll recap what happened over the weekend. We got three games today in the association. We got props. We got MLB card. Uh, some good stuff coming up. We got a day game at Fenway with the Red Sox. Fun weekend.
2: You were out of town. How you doing? Yeah, pretty good. Man. All right, excellent. Back from San Diego last night. And uh, yeah, you're right. It was a pretty good sports weekend. The USFL aside, we'll talk about that later. <laughs> no, okay. I think we can live without that. But it's yeah. great to have Mike North back on the show yes.
4: today. Yes, uh, good effort by the Bulls, but they fell short. And again, the Bucks own them. They beat them 17 yeah. of 18. But the big story yesterday was what happened in Boston. Unbelievable finish. Buzzer beater, cashes. There you go. Right off the bat, 7-1 in that series. But the Did you s- bet that? No, not that. Oh, okay. Was at, That was at DraftKings. We can't right. bet at DraftKings. But at, uh, right. that was... but. Boston, I thought, relaxed, and, and Udoka's an excellent coach, but I, you have a 13-point lead entering the fourth quarter, and then Nash sits Durant. I thought you should have delivered the knockout blow there, uh, but then Brown went to the bench, and other people went to the bench for the Celtics, and that's when the Nets made a huge run mm-hmm. and got back in the game as Kyrie was sensational, and then you think, you could argue both teams stole the game. Because after Boston blew that big lead, then the Nets are up three late, and Boston makes all the plays down the stretch, and you get the buzzer beater with good job by Udoka. He will not call a timeout in that situation unless something is wrong. He trusts those guys. It was a oh, beautiful uh, execution. Smart passes up the open shot, finds Tatum ballgame.
2: You said it. Then. You, you said it right. Actually, I I like that, not calling a timeout. I don't like to allow the defense to get set. So Mm -hmm. I think that was a smart move by a first-year coach to do that. Got a little bit lucky because Marcus Smart made a great play. You think about that, how little time is left, and to make your execution has to be perfect on that for that to be a buzzer beater to win the game. On the flip side, I'm going to say Kevin Durant took a really poor shot didn't do a good job. He should have tried to beat his defender, do something to get a better shot than a what? What do you have a well twenty-five footer?
4: Yeah, but he gave him the ball with like three seconds on right. the on the shot clock know, too. The
2: Nets didn't do a great job no. on on that. And I thought I thought Durant could have got a better shot. I mean, he's he's so talented and try to draw a foul, do do anything he can, but take a a twenty-five footer in that case, but kind of let the Celtics off the hook. On that last possession. It
4: was great defense uh, to come out
2: and blitz yeah. him like that. And the double team came
4: immediately. So he had to give it up because he knew he wanted to take the shot and he wanted the ball. And you, you, you're going against uh, what could be the defensive player of the year and he ate him alive. Uh, he was fantastic. But for Boston, you look at this and they had to get that game. Because if you lose game one, I mean, but this, this is a heavyweight battle here. That game was physical. That was back and forth. That was awesome. But the thing that you look at this, the takeaway from the Nets side, is who is going to help out the big two? Dragic played well. That surprised me. He had 14. To me, if he's healthy, he has to be out there. I agree with Van Gundy. Why didn't Aldridge get any run? Uh, But who can you count on and depend on outside of Kyrie and Durant? And that's another reason why Boston had to have the game. That was a below-average performance by Durant. I mean, he didn't shoot it well, and he had some silly turnovers. He was sloppy. So for Boston to survive and get that win uh, in game one was enormous. Some other things we could see, I would definitely go to hack a Claxton down the stretch. He's going to miss one of them, and then also can get Kyrie and Duran out of a rhythm. Mm -hmm. That's also another possession where they don't shoot the ball. I would do that and look at that uh, as an option. But again, you really have to be concerned with the supporting cast of the Nets, as these guys, and you said it too, I believe, on Friday. Now they get a they get a little bit of uh help with the schedule because game two is Wednesday, game three is Saturday. But how many minutes are those two gonna have to play? It's yeah. gonna be a ton of minutes because they have to carry the team to Rand
2: well, like you you just said, the Steve Nash kind of in a he's backed into a corner here. You've gotta give KD and Kyrie some rest, but when you take them off the floor, the Celtics are gonna go on a big run more often than not. I think the guy's gotta step up. And he, he was only one for four from three yesterday with Seth Curry. He's, yep, yep. he's got to be the complimentary scorer for the Nets if uh, they're going to make this a long series. And I still do think it's going to be a long series, but it's also going to be a series where KD and Kyrie probably wear down because they got to play so many minutes. Right.
4: But they won't have an answer for
2: Tatum the whole series, I can tell you but that. you're correct. That, that would have been a crushing loss, I think, for the Celtics if they had blown that game yesterday.
4: Yeah, up 15 in the second half? Can't lose that game. They relaxed. They relaxed, and then Kyrie got hot. Uh, and they made that furious comeback. But then Boston makes all the plays down the stretch in a phenomenal game. And, uh, again, sign me up for seven games of that. The
2: other thing, the other takeaway. That was the first the- buzzer beater of Jason Tatum's career. Thank was about it? That. Yeah, first buzzer beater of wow. his career. That's, that's kind of hard to believe. By the way, Kyrie, even with all the soap opera stuff going on with the, the middle finger to the Boston crowd, he was phenomenal yesterday. 39 points in a huge fourth quarter. Well,
4: I'm glad you brought that up, too. Because this is this is part of the story here, uh, this is part of the series, mm-hmm. and this won't go away. And I hope it doesn't get out of control. Now they are they are great sports fans. They are passionate, and they are they've had enough of this guy. But uh, th- <laughs> this guy's a mental patient. Of course and I, I know he doesn't care about money, and he makes thirty million a year. Right. So how do you make it hurt? Silver should fine him half a million dollars minimum. I mean, the middle fingers repeatedly. He tell it's on tape. He tells a fan to S his D. Bill Simmons was at the game. He told the fan in that section, bleep off B. I mean, he's on national television hitting a jump shot along the baseline, uh, on the sideline rather, and giving the fan the middle finger in front of everybody. Mm -hmm. He's doing it behind his head repeatedly. A quote before the series from Kyrie, I want to go in there with poise and composure and not pay attention to any of the extra noise. I'm going to let the action speak for themselves. I won't that last. I, I don't have time. <laughs> the focus to pay attention going on yeah. to everything that surrounded me in Boston. This guy is a lunatic, yeah. and he's out of control. The last time he stomped on the leprechaun oh. uh, on the logo at halftime, someone threw something at him. Uh, he, he torpedoed his fi- the, the final season there in Boston. He said, I'd like to come back if you'd have me. He said he was coming back and then changed his mind. Uh, he held the team hostage what he did down the stretch is jacking up threes and how they got uh, blitzed in four in a row against Milwaukee after after winning game one. But then you make those comments and you're, who does that? You're, you're giving the, and that's the other thing about sticks and stones. And Okay, you've been a pro athlete. Mm-hmm. For how long you've been in the league? You, you can't take some of the language that they're, they're dishing out well, to you?
2: The Nets have two of the most thin-skinned superstars I would agree. in the history of the game, and KD and Kyrie, and I agree with you. I'm, I've never been a fan of Kyrie personally, but as a player, you have to respect the guy's ability. I mean, he's, inc- he's an incredible player, but to separate the two, uh, I can't stand his act. He's so annoying, and that's why it's so easy to root against the Nets. Oh, you know? absolutely. Well, there's not much to like, really. Uh, when, when Katie and Kyrie on the floor, you can admire their skills, uh, but when you watch your act off the floor, the Nets are an easy team to root against.
4: Here's Kyrie after the game about the treatment from the Boston fans and what he's plans on doing moving forward.
5: Hostility that you get let's still Let's not let's not focus on this. Like ask me questions about the game. Like it's not about the fans. The fans are from playing from a basketball standpoint. Yeah. You feel like the hostility is- There's no hostility, bro. It's basketball. From what? What what point? Are you guessing that that's hostility, or like we hostility for me is it, like growing up? We've never seen that from you this season, where you are running down the floor, flicking people off. It's the first time you actually caught it because it's a big time game. I respond in different ways. You know what I'm saying? I'm not trying to focus on that. If you want to ask me questions about the fans, go ask them. Go on the street and ask them questions. Right?
2: I'm asking from your
5: perspective, from a
2: basketball perspective. You feel like the hostility that you get—it's not hostility,
5: bro.
4: Barkley said last year, I've never seen someone that just is constantly in a bad mood. It's like you, you have a great life, but there's no hostility. I mean, middle fingers, double bird numerous times, mm-hmm. double bird. And this is going to be – this was just game one. What's going to happen Wednesday night as well?
2: We could get four of these games in Boston. Boston fans are going to crank it up oh, for uh, game two. There's no question. Yeah, I get tired of Kyrie's act, man. That's And, and KD's not much better like you said, he's another thin-skinned guy. Easy team to root against. But like I said Friday, when we were talking about, to me, this is the most intriguing first-round series in the association.
4: Yes. Uh, the other question could be, well, is it worth it? Because you figure, and, and the Bulls hung in there, did a good job. Mm-hmm. But when you see that the, the Milwaukee has beat Chicago 17 of 18 and 5-0 this year, you, you wanted this. You could have avoided the Nets, which I know they could have lost in the playing and all that, but Milwaukee has to be loving this because that that could be a long series, oh, yeah. at least physical. Milwaukee could win in four and five. Now, you would get a game seven at home uh, in the semifinals, but maybe I think the Celtics might have to, uh, would like to do that, uh, have a do over about avoiding Brooklyn and maybe taking on the Bulls in the
2: first round. Well, no, there's no question. You're right about that because the Bucs are going to uh, barely break a sweat putting the Bulls away here in the first round. And meanwhile, the winner of that Celtics net series is going to be. Uh, Exhausted, you would think at the end of it. So yeah, it's set, setting up pretty well uh, for the Bucks. And uh, you know, I do think the Bulls hung in there. They actually outscored the Bucks uh, fifty to forty over the middle of two quarters mm-hmm. yesterday. Didn't, it looked like they were going to get blown out of the building in the first quarter, right down. And 16. they hung in. But the whole question about that series, Paul, is: Can the Bulls win a game? Can they win a game? Not get swept.
4: I don't know if that's going to happen. Uh, Levine took some bad shots. Busevich missed some bunnies. Uh, and Milwaukee wasn't at their best, and they still got right. the win, but uh, it, it was close late. Uh, first hour of Fall the Money presented exclusively by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Check out their daily specials at BetRivers.com. We'll recap the weekend in the NBA. Favorites are on a 13 1 run since the play in a round straight up. We'll get to all that and two stats. Two stats about the Warriors you won't believe coming up on Fall the Money.
0: 2025 QX80 coming this summer. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper?
1: I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: v the
2: sports betting network.
4: Bet Rivers has the bases covered when it comes to early week betting fun. Make your perfect combo today and try your hand at the new baseball same-game parlays. Then tomorrow, log into Bet Rivers, get a 20% profit boost to use on any baseball game. Log on to the Bet Rivers app or go to betrivers.com and get your baseball bets in. Okay, recapping what's happened so far and counting the play-in games Favorites are thirteen and one straight up, six and zero oh in the play-in, seven and one over the weekend. The first six games went under; all six went under in the play-in round. Uh, four and four with the first weekend, and then you had a lot of chalk. Uh, yes, the the, the uh, Pelicans did not get the money, but the Suns covered. The, uh, the favorites got there, and uh, two of the games or three of the games yesterday. Two of the games, excuse me. Uh, they were three and one ATS on Saturday as well. You never want to overreact, but again, this isn't March Madness. Uh, you don't see a lot of upsets in the NBA playoffs. There's a lot of teams that are in trouble here in the first round. Oh yeah, I mean, it's, it's we knew about. It's going to be difficult for the Bucks or the Bulls. You saw the series price, but now between the game one performance and the injuries in Toronto, uh, unmitigated disaster for Dallas without Luca. They're in trouble against Utah, and Utah didn't even play well. Uh, Denver's in trouble. This Golden State team now looks like they're they're getting healthy now, and they were dangerous. So so, some of these could be short series, it appears, after one weekend.
2: Yeah, I actually always thought the Warriors were going to be a dangerous team as long as they did get healthy. Mm -hmm. And uh, Poole was the guy. It was not the Splash Brothers. It was Poole who was huge in uh, game one of that series. Stephen Curry did not attempt a shot in the first quarter. Looked uh, pretty rusty in his comeback. But still, this Golden State team can put a lineup on the floor that can scare you. And uh, that's going to be a dangerous team in the West. But well, you're right. I mean, you're always going to have series that are mismatches. No matter how great we think the NBA playoffs are going to be, once you get into it, you're going to have three or four series that are complete mismatches. Mm-hmm. The Pelicans are going to get blown out. Right. Bulls are going to get blown out. Yes. Right. Looks like the Hawks might get blown out, too. We'll see if the Hawks can bounce back against the Heat. Right. That was a tough scheduling spot. Right. That was a really bad negative scheduling spot. Yeah. No question.
4: For Friday night yeah. as the early game right. Sunday. But that was... What a performance defensively by Miami. And Mm -hmm. they embarrassed Trey Young. Oh, they made him look foolish.
2: Oh, Trey Young was, what, 1 for 12 from the field, (laughs) 0 for 7 from 3. And Miami was number 4 in the NBA in defensive rating this season, so it's a really good defensive team. But Trey Young's had a couple of uh, really poor shooting performances lately, and that team doesn't have a chance if he's not going to shoot lights out.
4: And Duncan Robinson. (laughs) So misses on. one shot. He's 9 of 10 How about and PJ, 8 of 9. How T- for-
2: P.J. Tucker and Duncan <laughs> Robinson combined to go 12 for 13 from three-point range, right? <laughs> yeah, Come yeah. On. right. He's uh, going to beat that team yeah. on a day like that. Yeah,
4: he said it Friday. I mean, no one's talking about them, and they're the one Right. Seed. right. And that was a, a great performance. That game was over early uh, against Atlanta. So we'll see what adjustments they make in game two. But, man, uh, Butler was awesome, and, and what Robinson did as well. The epic game between the Celtics and the Nets. Uh, Bucks win by seven, although they were down in the fourth quarter. Bulls hung in there; they can play better. And the Suns take out the Pelicans. Uh, they they were up big in that game, and credit to the Pelicans for making it a, a run to cut it to seven. But then CP CP three made some
2: plays down the stretch as well. We um, give you this fact yep. real quick from a uh, a viewer of the show today. So you said the the odds on the buzzer beater were seven to one or eight to one for the series. And that's in the Boston series, and yeah. the Boston. I, yeah, cash is right off Brooklyn, the Brooklyn-Boston series. Robert Cavanaugh tweets us, that was the first-ever Celtics win at the buzzer at home in team playoff history over 330 home games.
4: That can't... What? That can't be. That long history? All the playoff games? One double, of the best organizations? It's They've never... That's unbelievable.
2: But to double-check that, but that that's incredible, if true. Wow. How about that? Yeah, that is. That
4: is. Now... You mentioned some of what Poole did, but some of these individual performances, Poole goes for 30. No surprise Joker had 25, 10, and 6, he, but he stayed under his points, rebounds, and assist prop. Maxi goes for 38. Yeah. How about that? The, what was it, 140 points per 100 possessions? What the, would what the, what have done? Uh, if you played it out with what the Sixers did in game one, uh, Edwards went off. He had a big game. There was a lot of great individual. Mitchell had 32, 30 of them in the second half. So it was a great weekend. Uh, And and some of these adjusted series prices are getting sky high uh, as well. Now, what I teased about the Warriors, you said it Friday, and I couldn't believe it, that Green, Thompson, and Curry had only played 11 minutes together the entire
2: season? Actually, that's true for two seasons because Thompson didn't play last season. So the last two years – been on the floor together for a total of 11 minutes. Right.
4: So now they think they have a new death lineup that they played in game one. Steph, Thompson, Poole, Green, and Wiggins played five minutes and outscored Denver by 14 points in the five minutes when they were on the floor.
2: Sounds to me like they should be on the floor together for uh, more than five minutes. Yeah,
4: I would, I, would, I would concur with that one. And the other one is... Uh, in 129 minutes this year, Clay, Steph, and Poole together, plus 96. Wow. So that that's something else. Yeah. Where You didn't see much of them together this year. Mm-mm. But that's the other thing, and we'll get to this coming up, how Poole wasn't a finalist for comeback player of the year. The guy was in the G League, and he held it down while these guys were hurting. He didn't have Thompson and Curry, and he got Curry coming off the bench mm-hmm. as Poole was unbelievable. So that, that was Denver's in a world of hurt between the injuries, and you just don't have much of a support. What has happened to Aaron Gordon, too? He was pathetic in game one. I mean, other than um, what was it? Barton shot the ball well, and, and Jones was Highland. Highland's a nice story with the, the surviving the fire and the breaking the leg out of the fall. But uh, there's just not much to work with with Joker.
2: But Aaron, they're in a world of hurt, too. Aaron Gordon with a Patrick Swayze performance, you know, with a ghost. <laughs> yes. He didn't show up. It was bad. Here's, uh, here's Steph, though, interesting
4: outfit. But here's Steph oh, after, after the win in the big uh, performance in game one.
5: mean, you look at it on paper, you look at what we all can do, there's just a lot of space on the floor. And a lot of shooting, a lot of playmaking. And if we can defend and rebound, you push and transition, like it's really hard to guard us, so. Technically, I guess we're undersized, but you have to um, bring a defensive force and effort and energy, and then you can, again, just turn that into an advantage on the other end of the floor. CJP be able to <clears throat> make plays in the pick and roll with me and Clay Space and Draymond setting and Wig slashing, like, kind of you know it checks a lot of boxes off on the list of like what would you want for a potent offensive, you know, lineup. So uh if we can do the job defensively, it puts us in a good position to uh make teams kind of pay on the other end. All right. Well said. And I did, they, they were see. they
2: were awesome. Didn't hear much of what he said. I was staring at that uh, light blue leather suit <laughs> the whole time. That's straight out of the 1970s. It's it good. looks like a pimp. Yeah.
4: Good luck. Yeah.
2: Uh they how are do you sell that suit to somebody? I'd wear that. Huh? You wouldn't I wear, wouldn't wear that. Wear the, yeah, I, I would wear that. You'd actually. wear it as a joke on Halloween. <laughs> yeah. I wouldn't wear the Ben Simmons outfit. Again, this guy. <laughs> oh, with, no, 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 no chance no, you wear lamp. the Ben Simmons uh, outfit.
4: It's a nice jacket. Yeah, right. Uh, game two tonight. Warriors are 7 and 224. The adjusted series price, they're $6. Seems low. I, I don't see. Denver might get a game. It might be a gentleman's I think Den-
2: Denver will get a game. I think so. I guess to get a game. But like you said, it's not gonna be it doesn't look like it's gonna be a deep series. If all the teams that came into this first round as underdogs got blown out or beat, which dog do you think has the best chance to make a comeback, to make it a series? And surprise us a little bit, because a lot of these dogs look like they're gonna get blown out at this point, but you know one of these teams is gonna come back and put up a big fight. Who would it be? Which team's most likely? You think I don't know. Would it be the Raptors? Would it be Uh, the Hawks? Would it be the Bulls? Would it be the um, Nuggets, No, the, none. the Mavs, the Pelicans? No. None? No way. None of them? No okay. way. I One was... of those teams is going to come back. And I'm going to go Raptors, even though I, I think. Oh, with the injuries ah, now? That's tough, man, with the injuries. It's tough with the injuries. But oh. don't forget, when the Sixers go to Toronto, they're not going to have Matisse Stiebel because of the COVID yeah. situation. Scotty Barnes, that's unfortunate what happened uh, from the Toronto perspective. I'm going to say I'm not going to give up on the Raptors. I know it looks bleak know. right well, now. Well,
4: it does. I, I know Philly won't shoot like that again. But what a balanced attack! Maxi had thirty-eight, Harris had twenty-six, uh, Embiid had only Embiid had nineteen, and, and they went and they ran away with the win and were a great performance. But that comes down you don't have, you don't have Trent. You're not going to have Barnes tonight. Uh, you're not going to have Young. Who knows if Barnes will even come back for game three. That doesn't look good. Right. And I thought it was a good move by Doc to uh, get more minutes and start green, too, because you know what's coming ahead uh, with Theibel. So we'll get to that game coming up, game two tonight, and also Utah and Dallas. I mean, it's just there's nothing Dallas can do here with, without Luka. And he's not going to play tonight as well. And uh, the effect on the game that Gobert had as well. We'll get to all that uh, coming up and all the props as well. Win-lose coming up. We'll kick around. Uh, Early impressions of the USFL draft, tidbits, where Baker Mayfield could wind up. And we'll also talk to Mike Prada coming up. uh, Mike North, Mike Prada, and Tim Jenkins on all these quarterbacks. And a lot to get to with the three guests coming up. Back to the NBA. More on the games tonight and more of the props coming up on Visa and Follow the Money, the Sports Betting Network.
2: The Sports Betting Network.
4: NFL draft right here in Vegas, week and a half away. Extensive coverage, the mocks from humans. Draft analysis from Michael Michael Lombardi, former NFL GM. Mike Pritchard, Beeson Host, was a first round pick. Sean King won a Super Bowl. And you have the legend, Brett Musburger, with his draft best bets. Sign up today to get full access to Beeson through the NFL Draft. Only $19 at VEASAN.com slash draft. VEASAN.com slash draft. Historic weekend in the NHL. Coming up in uh, 10 minutes. But triple header tonight with the playoffs and the association. We start with the Sixers and the Raptors. Philly is up to 7 with all the injuries in Toronto. 217.5 the total. Adjusted series price. It was as low as 450. Now you're seeing 550 because of the injury news. The take back plus 425 on the Raptors. We know Philly won't shoot like that again. But my God, when Embiid only goes for 19 and you blow him out, and what a performance by Maxie as well. It's going to be an uphill climb in a battle here for Toronto now. Especially when we don't have Barnes. And I don't think he'll
2: play till Game Four at the earliest. Right. It's tough. Well, it's going to be tough. It's an uphill climb. But Nick Nurse, I think, uh, can find a way to make his team competitive mm-hmm. in this series. Hopefully until. Uh, the injury situation improves a little bit, and like I said, don't forget Matisse Stiebel's not going to be there when uh the Sixers go to Toronto, so it's going to make a little bit of a difference but yeah, it does not look good right now for the Raptors and that was a uh chic underdog pick right a lot of people uh, a lot of people like the Raptors to win that series going into it, and um uh, does not look good it's ridiculous
4: I didn't hear one person picking Philly. I mean, we had the beat writer on for the Sixers who picked Toronto yeah. too on
2: Friday. I was I was on the fade Philly uh, bandwagon, yeah. not in game one, but in the series, and now it didn't look so good. I, st- I still don't think the Sixers are a big threat uh, to win the East, but, man, if uh, if Maxie plays like that, it's a different team. Well, they got four or five guys that can score and even have a
4: veteran like Danny Green helps out, and, you know, Harden was okay. He was not shooting, but he was great with the assists, uh, 14 assists in the game. Uh, he was phenomenal, but that's also a luxury when you have Harris as your fourth option too. Uh, good gamesmanship here by Nick Nurse working the officials after Game One. We got to believe that if we're legal defensively, that they're going to call those, right? Like we had a couple times where we beat him to the spot and he bowled us right over, and they just let him lay it in. They, I mean, if I don't care if you're five foot eleven and one hundred and sixty pounds, if you beat him to the spot and he runs you over, it's a foul. I thought he threw three or four elbows to the face. He got called for one. Okay? I mean, we're going to stand in there, but we just we just need if we're legal defensively, then we got to have him called or we don't have a chance. Period. You don't no, no nobody can guard that guy if if he's just going to let him run, he's going to you know, they're just going to let him run you over time and time again. But we're going to stand in there and we we'll, we'll, we'll see if if the if we don't get a few more elbow to the face calls and a few more beating him to the spot calls what adjustment he makes tonight and if they get a friendly whistle, the props Embiid points 32 and a half, Harden 21 and a half, Maxi 18 and a half at Bet Rivers Harris is 15 and a half and Siakam is 25 and a half, made threes for Harden uh, 2 and a half in the game so we'll see what adjustments they make, with this I don't think there's anything that can be done with Dallas, but well, you need Luka to come back and I don't know if that's going to happen uh, this is getting out of control now. The Jazz are 5 and a half, 205 and a half tonight on the road game two. I still can't believe they put playoff games on NBA TV. Adjusted series price <laughs> with the news on Luka. Utah's up to $8, take back on Dallas, plus dollars Mitchell had two points at halftime. Uh, other than Bogdanovich, no one with Utah did much in the first half. Gobert dominated defensively. He was awesome. But there was no one. On the Mavs, other than Brunson, that can create their own shot mm-hmm. and do anything. It's a, it's a, it's a one-man band with Luka. he was missing free throws uh, that hurt him. But that they got a friendly whistle, and that's saying something. Because at one point in the third quarter, Dallas had as many made free throws as made field goals. So they got a friendly whistle to come back and get back in the game, and Utah blew a big lead. But credit Mitchell, who had 30 points in the second half of the win. But it's just without – and I don't know what they're going to do in game three. They said he's not coming back until he's 100%. But this,
2: this is going to be a He's not going to be at 100. If, if, yeah. if you're waiting for 100%, you're not going to see him in the series. Yeah. you got to right. come back and play when you're 80%. If, the whole uh, thing's
4: unfortunate because they were going to blow out yeah. Utah, and he gets hurt in a game they're up 20 in the second half.
2: Yeah. Well, that's another, that's another issue altogether. But you're right. Uh, I, I thought the officials kind of helped the – Mavericks stay in the game. They kind of tighten yes. things up a little bit. Yes. I, had, I thought the, uh, the point spread adjustment might, might be an overreaction without Luka. But at the same time, I wanted to see a game. And I wanted to watch Dallas play without him. And I did not like what I saw. So uh, I'm not going to be interested in betting the Mavericks without Luka in this series. They were, they were lucky to even be in the game. Well, absolutely. Like you said, uh, Donovan Mitchell seen. had a terrible first half. Yes. the officials uh, kind of helped him hang around a little bit, and they still lost by six, catching what five, five and a half. So, no interest uh, for me in the uh, excuse me in the uh, the Mavericks. Yeah, in game two, this
4: is going to be a short series, and I, I just don't I don't see why. I mean, if they, they lose this game tonight, and they should, then what, what's the plan with Luca going forward when you go into Utah and he's not going to be close to one hundred percent? Props tonight. Bogdanovich points 19 and a half Conley 13 and a half Mitchell 27 and a half. and Mitchell points rebounds and assists 38 and a half as well. those are coming up uh, with the with the props tonight so good start to the playoffs. Um, I thought the well, one thing too with the officiating in the first quarter of the new, the uh, Boston game you know let them play get out of the way there's too much of that too uh, and what they did trying to take over that second half of the Utah game. But some of these are some big series prices, uh, with the adjusted series prices rather, and you're seeing a lot of sevens in game twos coming up as well. But can't, can't make it. There's a lot of can't make a case for a lot of these dogs right now. Uh, Toronto because of the injuries they're up against it. Can't make a case for Dallas. Can't make a case for Denver. Could be a gentleman sweep. Horrible scheduling spot. How does Atlanta make adjustments? I was surprised at that series price. That was only four dollars.
2: Well, I actually think the Hawks are going to come back here in game two. We were talking about a dog that might be uh, able to come back and show some fight. I think the Hawks in game two because what we talked about is such a negative scheduling spot. Mm-hmm. And then you have Duncan Robinson and P.J. Tucker who yes. tried to combined 12 yes. for 13 from three-point range. Robinson 8 for 9. That shooting's going to regress a little bit for the Heat, and you got to think Trey Young's going to show up. I mean, he was 1 for 12 at some point he's going to show up in this series I would think in game 2 so I actually kind of like the Hawks a little bit in that spot
4: if form holds you see, you made a comment earlier about this so, you don't think that'd be a good series Philly and Atlanta uh in Miami rather no, it would be a you good get, series uh, i just I you, would, hard, you would pick Miami
2: yeah I'll I'll, I'll I'll be i'll be on the heat in that series i just i felt like Philly was going to be a, a fade i'm right. not i'm not on board with the uh, James Harden James Harden deal and uh, what it's going to do for the Sixers team. Maxie was phenomenal. Yes. I mean, if he's going to play like that, then it's a different story. But I, I don't like what I've seen from Harden since the uh, trade from Brooklyn. What about you? No, not at all. No. Not the same player. Right. Forget about Houston,
4: as we've been talking about. He's not the same player right. in, in Brooklyn. He's just not that explosive anymore and right. in, in the shooting. Uh, and it, uh, you know what he's like if he's not getting to the free throw line. He was good dishing it out. but Exactly. Uh, did you have any takeaways uh, uh, from the USFL this week? And you're going to write about it tomorrow <laughs> in Point Spread Weekly.
2: Yeah, I recorded a couple games. I watched one game. I'm going to write about it tonight, talk to some bookmakers, see what the action was like around town. I, I assumed that the betting was pretty light. Uh, the games, I thought, left a lot to be desired. There was The first game Saturday night was a good game with a dramatic finish. But if you watch a little bit yesterday, all right, they're playing in a. All the games are played in the same stadium in Birmingham. Paul, there was a game yesterday. It looked like there might have been a hundred fans in attendance. Yeah. Right, the quarterback play in the league is poor. Put it kindly. Mm-hmm. Um, the coaches are dinosaurs. Guys like Jeff Fisher. The Michigan Panthers fumbled nine times in yesterday's game. Okay. Oh, I think we could all live without pro football. In the spring, especially low-level pro football, you're playing these games in Birmingham, and you got to think that Alabama or Auburn would probably roll over these USFL teams. And somebody, would, some people, I'm sure, would argue that point. But I, I think that's true. I think Alabama and Auburn would roll over these teams. These are guys who are not going to make NFL rosters. Ninety uh, some percent of them are not going to make NFL rosters. These teams were thrown together in a short amount of time. It's just, it's not good football. And I think, Paul, when you don't have high-profile players, yeah. you need somebody, even though he's a clown, you need somebody like Johnny Manziel to attract eyes to the game. Three, you want to give people a reason to watch. If I said, uh, what's one, one reason for you to watch the USFL, what would it be? Can you think of one player? Can you think of one thing no, you can't. want to see? No. There's nothing, right? If it's, if it's good football, though, I'll check it out. Remember that, that what, the, what was the league out here, the UFL? That was good football. That was pretty good football. But was it, they had a bad bad TV deal, and you couldn't find the right. games. And this is a really good TV deal. Yes. But it's bad football, right. unfortunately.
4: Right. So. Okay, up next we'll get to win-lose, recap everything that happened uh, from the betting weekend. This had never happened before in NHL history. And this run, the last three days in hockey, we'll fill you in on it coming up next. We'll also get to the MLB card. And some draft tidbits as well. These and follow the money. The Sports Betting Network.
0: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury Even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.
1: Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Some would call a thought leader. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better. I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. No unexplained theories, no mundane lessons, no using 20 words when two will do. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. I'm giving you straight talk, relatable stories, and life lessons through my own experiences and the lens of others. We're not just talking about why financial freedom is important. We're focusing on how you can achieve it too. We all might have different starting points and end goals, But as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done from the streets to the suites. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts.
2: on v the sports betting network. lose some is presented
4: by
0: bet rivers your hometown sports book check out their daily specials at betrivers.com. were you a winner last night wow winning or was it a rough one well they can't all be winners can they loser you're a loser molly howard recaps the night in sports betting
3: in win some lose some
4: wild finish of the golf tournament we have another playoff and speed beats cantley he was 40 to one there were so many guys who were right only one shot back
2: Tough beat for yeah. uh, Brady Cannon at V who had can't to win this tournament. He should have won the tournament. Uh, Jordan Spieth missed a cut at Augusta the previous week. Had only played this course a couple times in the last six or seven years. How do you handicap that? Yep, just a, a freak win for uh, Jordan Spieth at the RBC Heritage in uh, Hilton Head. I had two guys, two long shots, one stroke back. Uh, Matt Kuchar at eighty to one, Cameron Young at one hundred to one, but Spieth at forty. Gets the cash, and uh, he was a little bit lucky to get. He was even lucky to get to the playoff.
4: Ronaldo to have a hat trick, 10 to 1, as Man U had to win over the weekend. Brighton was 5 to 1. They shut out Tottenham 1 0. Likewise, Southampton over Arsenal, they were 3 to 1. Buzzer beater in the Celtics series, cash is after game one, that was uh, 7 to 1. Unders in Major League Baseball, Saturday, 10 4 1. But here's your big boy. Wow. Never happened before in NHL history. Saturday, favorites went 14-0. and You bet $100 on a parlay. It paid $33,000. The average line, was the favorite was 237 Jeez. in the games. If you go back. What was
2: the biggest favorite?
4: Uh, Calgary got to $6. They scored like five goals in two minutes in the second. Uh yeah, open 450, close $6. So if you go back to Friday and a couple of the games yesterday, I think with dollar fifteen, the favorite may have flipped in a couple of the games. That's 20 favorites in a row in hockey. 20 and 0 run for the favorites. I think it continues tonight. This is ridiculous. But again, 14-0 Saturday, and the average price is $237.
2: Yeah, that's incredible. Actually, um, I know a hockey better who was texting me about that last night. It said it was like, uh, what do you say 20, 22 games if, in a row? If
4: you, if you like, it was a little hairy with a, a two of a the games. A couple the game, of right? Those like the, were the Anaheim the gray game, it was. Yeah, yeah, but you could get to. I wouldn't argue, quarrel with the assessment if you come out and say twenty two or twenty three. Yeah. I mean, it this depends on. Uh, when you bet it, and uh, if you want to go with the opening number or the closing number, but this is
2: ridiculous. I'll tell you one favorite's got to win tonight. The Vegas Golden That's Knights right. trying to make the playoffs, get right. the eighth spot in the West here minus three ten right now at Circa
4: UFC Clark to win in round three was fifteen to one. Garcia by submission eight to one, and to win in round two. He was 10-1. to 1. Other than that, an uneventful UFC card with a lot of de- decisions. Subscribe, be part of the team, vsun.com, for our radio and podcast friends. You always want to check out these videos and some uh, very good tweets. Elephant video, like this. This is great at the end. All these elephants crossing the road. I mean, look at that. ton of them. Like 15, 20 of them, right? All right, go ahead. You're good. Cars are going to wait for everyone to pass. A little rain coming out. All right, now at the end, you see... Hey, see the elephant? Thanks, buddy. (laughs) Thanks, stuff looks at the car. Hey, thanks for letting us cross on about my business. Uh, Look at that.
2: That's
4: awesome. (laughs) That was great at the end. You don't see that every day. Elephants are smart animals, Paul. The uh, Don Orcilio uh, used to work at Nessun and now with the Padres. Mm -hmm. He tweeted this out over the weekend. Happy anniversary. Can't believe it's 15 years old. And breaking it down with uh, Remdog, with Remy who uh, passed away, it was the anniversary of the pizza toss where there was a foul ball down the line. And they're looking at it because the guy that was wearing the beer, he goes, what's that? What happened there? Why is the there's a little trash talk with the fans? And why does he have a mark on his sweater? And they go back and look at it. Super slow mo. The guy, when he wasn't looking through a piece of they broke it down for like five minutes. It was hilarious. And as Remy said, the guy was escorted out and asked to leave for ruining a perfectly good piece of pizza. <laughs> what he's doing. That's a huge slice. There was he threw it at him as well. I retweeted that video over the weekend, too. That was dynamite. Lose some. Heat Hawks over 215 up to 220. Got, I think, twenty three seventeen at the end of the first quarter. That had no chance. That was another good angle, too, with the early start. Yeah. With the, uh, the first quarter under there. Uh, lose some. Look at this video. This is wicked awesome. I mean, this is the, the Bulls. And this guy got caught uh, staring at one of the Bulls here. Look at this. Comes in. Avoids. Oh, oh. oh man. Oh, the running of the Bulls. <laughs> he avoids one and then gets laid out. Checked Jacked up. Oh, God.
2: Lucky to be alive I, after I, that.
4: I, well, that's, well, how much money would I have to pay you to do, be part of that? Is there a figure? I don't understand these guys who do the running with run the balls. To run with the Bulls?
2: Oh, crazy. Nah. I mean, it depends. Oh. Depends on what? It depends how? I mean, if, you get what kind you're, of start you're paying you get? a large sum of money, how long do I have to run? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Can you run 100 yards and then jump the fence? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah.
4: Imagine <laughs> imagine getting stuck on this uh, airplane ride, on this trip. Man. I mean, look at the guy oh. brings out the, the guitar, worshiping Jesus. Thirty thousand feet in the air. Everyone's looking around like, "What's going on?" Like a, a small concert breaks out. Oh no! Good luck getting a nap in. One thing with the crying baby, which I've been seated next to him before. This guy just, <laughs> praise the Lord, and he's playing the guitar. Look at the guy in the shirt next to him. It's like, are you kidding me? How'd I wind up on this flight? What a bad beat! Like, oh my God! Sit down already! Ridiculous. Uh, this was good too. I, I this well unfortunate. Uh, look! Look at this. This is we, we're in the middle of April here, and they got the the Christmas tree up already. Or maybe they never took it down. CPK Sports sent this in, in the neighborhood. My God! Now, uh, we, what was your reaction? To that? I couldn't believe it. We don't even have a chance here. We're drawing dead with Jackson for Defensive Player of the Year. Not even one of the
2: finalists. I couldn't believe it. You have a ticket on that too, right? Yeah. Could have so won five grand. You, Mitch, and JBT all have. Uh... Jaron Jackson, Defensive Player of the Year.
4: I didn't get 300 to 500 to 1. Like Right, some those guys, guys got
2: astronomical yeah. odds. A lot of people out there, I know uh, viewers of this show have bets on this. I was stunned that he was not a finalist for this. So the finalists were announced yesterday. Mikhail Bridges, Rudy Gilbert, Marcus Smart. Mm-hmm. How surprised were you not to shocked. see Jackson?
4: I was shocked because going up to this, we had five people who cover the league and votes said Jackson's their pick. But to not even be a finalist, I think it's ridiculous. And yeah. I can't believe – I I think it's lazy and ridiculous that Gobert is one of them. Now, he was unbelievable in game one. Right. He dominated the game and and didn't do anything offensively. It was all about uh, – while he controlled the boards and no one could uh, wanted to attack the basket and everything was uh, long jump shots and long twos by Dallas. But the guy missed three weeks of the season and, and Utah right. was a major disappointment defensively. Now you could argue that the rest of the team can't defend, but I, I, it, it's ridiculous that Gobert's is one of the three. The oh, other Jackson
2: one, Jackson led the league in yeah, blocks yes. and steals. Yeah. For a top ten defense, right now he has to stay out of foul trouble,
4: uh, which was a problem in Game One. The other thing is uh, Jenkins. Please, you cannot play Adams. That is ridiculous. Why did it take you so long? You it should. That's a five minute thing about you can't play Adams. He doesn't belong in this series. Horrible job. But in any event, I, that that's. That's a bad beat, not even a final. How about, the other one co- I out- How about
2: Coach of the Year, Taylor Jenkins, Eric Spoelstra, Monty Williams? I
4: don't have a problem with it. Okay. I, you could put Bickerstaff on there because the, the Cavs just got hit by too many injuries there. At right. The end of the season. And you see the difference Allen makes. Um, but I can't believe no pool for most improved. That
2: yeah, was a little bit surprising. But Pool's best game of the year was probably the first game of the, uh, the playoffs.
4: And Bill Simmons. I know he had a lot of
2: good games. Yeah. Bill Simmons' tweet,
4: uh, lose some with the Los Angeles teams. The Lakers and Clippers spent the combined $420 million this season, including the luxury tax. Neither made the playoffs.
2: Well, the Clippers would have been a playoff team and a, a serious contender in the West if Kawhi Leonard had played a game. So you're, you're paying a lot of money to one of the best players yep. in the league who, who didn't even step on the floor this season.
4: And then George gets COVID before the play sure,
1: team right.
4: And they blow a big lead. Win some, lose some, presented by Bet Rivers, your hometown book. Claim your 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Learn more at BetRivers.com. Tonight in hockey, will this continue? Calgary is 270 in Chicago trying to wrap up the division. I like the Avalanche. They are $1.90. A stat on Colorado you won't believe later in the show. The Capitals clinched a playoff spot last night with the Islanders' loss. And you can get Colorado $1.20 in regulation. You mentioned the Knights. They're $3. Carolina's three fifty on the road. And then you have Seattle, a small home favorite against Ottawa. Likewise with Dallas, who needs it against Vancouver. Vancouver's hot. Uh, I think they've won five in a row as well. The first hour of Fall of the Money, presented exclusively by BetRivers, your hometown book. Get 100% first deposit match bonus now with code 250MATCH. Must be 21. Check BetRivers.com for full offer details and rules. Peter King had a great comment about this year's draft. We'll fill you in about some of the rumors and what could happen in the top 10 and a new landing spot, potentially, for Baker Mayfield, coming up next on Fall of the Money. Visa, the Sports Betting Network.
0: No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.
1: Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, everyone. This is Jody Sweeten from the podcast How Rude, Tannerito's.